1: uh, I know you know a thing or two about medical emergencies because you did write The Fault on Our Stars. I am about to be in Ansel Elgort's position. if my That blood, is horrible. If my blood sugar I gets any lower, I need to cut you. I need to cut you in line to get this burger. I'm sure you understand because you're the author of...
2: No, that's, like, really bad.
1: It would have... And then you could have said, just kidding, no, big fan.
2: That's, like, I would be blacklisted from VidCon if that came out of my mouth.
1: Are you really wanting to go I'm- back?
2: No, I'm not wanting to go back, but that would have ensured that I would have no entry for the rest of my life should I need to go back for right him. yeah, oh, thank you, you though for you your to, advice
1: i'll do one I'll do one for Hank, okay, oh my God Hank, loving science recently. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Brooke. Hi Con. How we doing?
2: Hanging in there by a thread, but hanging nonetheless.
1: Well, we know you're we know you know your way around a thread. <laughs>
2: That's yarn. I did bring my knitting today just in case the mood strikes and I want to knit, but I do think how tangled it is could cause for a more stressful environment instead of a less stressful environment, which is what I'm going for. Well
1: you know I love untangling
2: So we can see. Speaking of sweater vests, this is really my favorite one. Yeah. Yeah. This is my Harry's house sweater vest that I.
1: That's really. That you know, uh, might be your best work honestly. I an, ode, the color. an
2: ode to the king. Thanks. I got this. My dad and, and my stepmom got me this yarn for my birthday. Which is a great birthday present. Wow. It was a gift card and then I chose these colors. and okay. the And these as well. Yeah. Those are good colors. I don't know what this one's going to say though yet. Poot. Hell yes.
1: Love poot um well welcome back everybody i feel like we we never say welcome back
2: right i think we need to get better at introing and extroing
1: yeah so happy it's it's gonna be thursday for everybody happy thursday happy thursday friday junior um best day of the week to me gonna be so fun yes and uh
2: yeah i guess that's the
1: reason we never say hi because i really don't know how to transition out of a greeting
2: right did you have a good week since I last saw you? You were busy, oh, yeah. busy, busy bee. That's
1: where I should go. Right. Yeah, Wednesday, I left from here, went straight to LAX.
2: It's amazing how you do that.
1: It, it, well, I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense. I'd rather fly late, get in somewhere and wake up there the next day, than fly there and waste half of like that free day traveling.
2: Okay. I'd just rather never travel again, I think. Oh,
1: <sighs> Okay, well, listen to this, because I've been having like, randomly – Started uh, having panic attacks on planes, out of mm-hmm. the claustrophobia mm-hmm. and fear of heights, which I've never had in my life. So I've been working on some very natural, uh, natural ways to yeah. combat that. Yeah. Like taking medication. Yes. That's a prescription, um, and that hasn't been working either. But then I saw this TikTok of this girl who was who's a pilot, and she was explaining. She held up a cup of Jello. A red cup of jello. That color doesn't matter. It's the best flavor, though. And she took a little piece of a tissue, like tissue paper, mm-hmm. that you blow your nose in, ripped it off, and said, Th- pretend that this jello is is the air that you're flying through, mm-hmm. and this is the tissue paper. She pokes the uh, tissue paper down halfway through, and she's like, this is the plane. And she starts shaking, shaking the jello. That's like turbulence, because there's pressure on top of the plane. There's pressure below. You're not going to... F- y- there's never been a plane crash from turbulence. Can you believe that?
2: Right. It's either when you're taking off or landing.
1: Yeah. So she's shaking it and she's like, when you are feeling like, oh, this, the wing's going to fall off. It's just not.
2: It's not. I used to take before I would get panic attacks. I used to take two edibles on the plane that would last me the six hours of L.A. to Philly and, and vice versa. And there was one time. I was so high that I was like dead asleep and then there was turbulence and I woke up and I just screamed, oh my God, like so loudly that like the back of the plane could hear me and everyone was like, what's wrong? And I couldn't even answer. And then I stopped taking the edibles.
1: Yeah. I feel like that's really confusing thing to take on a plane.
2: Yeah. I, I would just do it to kind of like knock me out and like listening to music was so fun, you know?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. But
2: now I can't.
1: Okay. So I want to tell you. Uh, can I go progressively through my weekend Really quick I think that people are going to enjoy this story Although it is 100% about me
2: Yeah no please And this is a perfect opportunity for me to just and listen just knit And, and listen. knit my heart out But
1: I'd love if you chime in I'm gonna, here and there for I'm details Because I'm, I'm going to mess some stuff
2: Okay. This. What's hard is you I can't hold the microphone and knit. so it's gonna be oh. a learning it's gonna be a learning curve
1: well, yeah, okay, okay. Well, whenever you feel
2: yep I'll, yep okay I'll, you take it away
1: okay so Wednesday I leave here from the podcast I go straight to the airport I seamless I get I flew into Jersey I don't know why I always fly into Jersey but it's just it's easy for me to go from Jersey just uber straight across it's it's the best but um get in go to sleep I, I was going basically I went the whole this whole trip was built around. This show that I got invited to From my buddy Jake He invited me to to a Jack Johnson concert In New York Which is just like the most bizarre thing I, I always thought I'd see Jack Johnson in like San Diego Or like I don't know A grass field in my dreams Never like in New York So I go and we go to uh, We go to a happy hour before this show And we're sitting there And we're having a beer and we're all dressed up. It was just me and Jake that were going to this show. And we're going to meet our friends later on that night. And we're sitting, New York has the outdoor seating, the outdoor tables that are there from the pandemic. And I think they're there to stay and it's awesome. And I think that they should be everywhere. And we're sitting kind of having a beer and these kids come up and they're like, I don't know if this is just a Texas thing, but the Under Armour kids that are like wearing the stretchy Under Armour clothes with like the Nike socks and like the big Nike shocks the shoes and like the magnetic yes, yes, yes. neck bracelet thing and the flat bill hats and there's like four of them and they they're just like typical kids they walk up and they see me and they go oh my god oh my god archer archer it's the kid from tiktok it's a tiktok guy and i'm like oh my god like why are 12 year olds watching my videos i'm like you know talking I, I'm, I'm making jokes about chlamydia and like crack like constantly and you shouldn't be listening, honestly. And the mom's right there, and the mom's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You guys are just enjoying your time. Oh, look, if you're watching on YouTube, we've pulled up the middle school neon boy starter pack. I kid you not. This is like, yeah, that's what they were wearing. Pretty much do it, team. Um, it's actually a really expensive getup if you break it all down. Those Nike socks are like $24 for two pairs. And, I mean, the shirts and shorts. Anyways, um, and that haircut yes that's not a cheap haircut you can't get a fade like that for whatever so you ever have a fade yeah and i yeah and it was horrible because i don't have eyebrows so it always looks like i'm (laughs) starting to pass Mm -hmm. uh it looks like i'm getting a disease like thyroid issue so yes um as soon as we're sitting there and these kids and the mom's like i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry and I'm like, no, it's seriously no big deal. I've never had, like, 12-year-olds watch my videos. They honestly shouldn't be. And uh, I'm like, do you guys want a picture or whatever? And they're like, yeah, please, please. And so I go get in. And the mom is like, can I get in the photo? And I'm like, yeah, totally. And so arm around mom, arm around Archer, the kid. And then I kind of, like, step back. And the kids are just talking amongst themselves and the moms and whatever. And the table next to us at happy hour goes, by the way, do you know who that is? Like, the mom? And I go, No. That's Amy Poehler.
2: Now, how did you not know who that was immediately?
1: She looked like a mom. She looked like every mom. She's in a jean jacket, and glasses, hair up, like, just typical mom taking her kids out. And, uh, then I look over and I'm like, are you? A-? And she's like, Amy, yes. And she's like, also, I know who, I know who you are. You're, like, I like your stuff. Like, you're funny. And... I'm just like, yeah. I, t- I tell you, I've never, I never, I've never been starstruck, but I've been very outspoken about Amy Poehler on other podcasts. I went on the Friday Beers podcast. They said favorite like comedians, and i I said Amy Poehler is like my number one every time. It just like comes out. It's like a guttural thing. And I just want to remind everybody. Last week when we were saying that we manifest things in here, blah blah blah, whatever. It's like, but remember when I looked in the camera and I said SNL, SNL, SNL. And then Amy Poehler and her children via Will Arnett approached <laughs> me on the street. <laughs> oh, my God. It I could is. die. Like literally I, I literally, I was sitting there. I called Brooke. I'm like, I, I don't get like that ever. I'm shaking. Everyone on the street knew it was Amy Poehler except me. So they're all like, whoa, what was that? And I'm like, I can't talk to you right now. I'm dealing with something that was life-changing. And I, I'm telling her, like, oh, my – Team is submitting my SNL pack, and she's like, "That's really awesome, like, mm-hmm. good for you." Blah blah. blah. Um, but manifestation is just it like it really,
2: really works. And I will say, scaring it's, me. It's very hard to be happy for someone when you yourself want the exact same thing. But just know that I am as happy for you as I as my as I possibly could be. I'm just saying truly
1: everyone know. Like, anytime I need uh, like a hit of a of a metaphorical vape pen. I'm going to just think about Look the moment Amy Poehler was like, I like your stuff. And then, I know who you are.
2: The best part, I was looking through Dumois. I don't
1: want to talk about that. Well,
2: I'm going to. Holy. I, this is. Okay. Or this, you're going to. Yeah.
1: This, this was <laughs> the most life altering part of the whole thing. Said, I'm sharing this very private experience. By the way, when she asked for, when she asked to get in the photo. The the child the kid was taking the photo. I don't have the photo. Like I don't even have it.
2: We have one that's good enough. We have
1: one photo that was taken in West Village in New York by some, uh, some by a bystander from across the street.
2: No, you have the other one.
1: Well, that's yeah. really good. T- uh, the photo taken of the photo being taken. So it's not like us like this. It's it's not us smiling at the camera. It's it's a photo of me looking the other direction with her in it. But it's the person taking the photo is also you know what I mean. Um, I'll put them if you're watching on YouTube. I'll I'll
2: put the photos up, but care to care to know? Be, then
1: I'll I'll get into my phone yeah, situation
2: and I'll, and I'll stop my knitting because I do feel myself disassociating fully from you and this podcast. Mm-hmm. But what were you? That saying? happens
1: to me all the time. Actually. Well, like people when they're talking to me.
2: Uh-huh. Well, um,
1: you- uh huh. Um. So you. So you. I didn't know about this other this additional piece of the puzzle.
2: The Dumois piece of the puzzle. The Dumois.
1: Wait, tell everyone who went to Dumois Dumois, Dumois.
2: Dumois is just like a real life gossip girl where every sort of celebrity gossip or just their locations are submitted to this Instagram account, Dumois, and then they're posted. And I was just going through Dumois as regularly scheduled and someone like above like... Buzz Lerman. Buzz Lerman. <laughs> ba- like spotted at this restaurant. It was like Fibula and Amy Poehler in West Village or wherever you were and just a picture of them. I gotta, just like-
1: I gotta put it up on the screen because it's... The way that people submit things, I'm sure like a, a couple people on here follow, but we also have a lot of international people that might not follow. It's DuMois, D-E-U-X-M-O-I on Instagram. It's really fascinating to follow. Yeah, it like, really is. You see a bunch of people that are in scenes are submitting like insight because they work in the industry and they hear things about, for example, like Julia Fox is starting an app. Like right. I heard it, or like Julia Fox and Little Huddy spotted out at dinner together. Like it's it's stuff like that. And this was on their page. Fibula and Amy Poehler share a hug in West Village. (laughs) And then Dumois commented. The only thing Dumois commented on on that page was, is Amy a Fibula fan? (laughs) Question mark. Like, eyes. I was
2: like, what? It really is so cool.
1: That was such an elevating moment.
2: And, you know, I hate when people are like, try to like claim fame by association like oh I know that person who's famous so I'm famous but I was sending that to to everybody in my contacts like look at my co-host like look at my co-host I,
1: it's just like like it, it really feels is so cool. absurd to me because it doesn't feel like I don't I'm I'm not the, the other people they're reporting on are genuine like Amy Poehler so, A-B, A-list like, I shouldn't have been on but the fact that it was that's like my, my number one person that I like look up to right. type thing and then just being, like, spotted with them by what? I you didn't
2: recognize her.
1: Oh, I'm sweating right now. My heart is racing.
2: Yeah. It's,
1: it's just it's insane really... to continue talking. So I had basically, like, the best day of my life on Thursday. <laughs> because after that happened, I'm just on cloud nine. Get another beer to celebrate. I just, like, that's insane. And then we get on the train and we go to the Jack Johnson concert. Which, by the way, gets more absurd when you find out that it's not only...
2: That wasn't a concert.
1: It's, from- not, it's not only in Times Square. It's an NFT event.
2: But from what I saw, from what you were posting, that was a very intimate gathering with a few people on a roof with Jack Johnson. It was
1: 70 people, well, yeah. and most of the people were watching from inside because it was raining, but I'm sitting there watching Jack Johnson in a, a light sprinkle at an NFT event in Times Square, and it really just doesn't get more confusing than that.
2: What a good day for you. I did not have a great day. On day. Thursday? Yeah. I went to VidCon, which for those of you that don't know and I still don't think I really know what VidCon is, but it's a video convention that was established at some time.
1: I in, actually don't know because I was
2: probably when you around when YouTube started getting big, yeah. The Green Brothers founded it, and it used to be just a Wait. Yes, John and Hank Green founded VidCon. Which is why I wanted to go.
1: They're the most random. They, do, they people. do
2: everything, and I'm I am obsessed with them. For those of you who don't know, John but,
1: Green wrote *The Fault in Our Stars* yes. and Hank Green.
2: Good job.
1: Is oh, well, it's just a 50-50 It's a coin flip. Yeah, I'm guessing. You're who,
2: exactly right. Who
1: did what? But uh, Hank Green is just like a science guy. He Bill Nye.
2: He's that's what he's known for on TikTok. But they started making YouTube videos together. That was like the first thing I think they became well known for. Oh,
1: so it was the Vlog Brothers. The Vlog Brothers, okay. and, they- and they
2: made video. They still do. The Vlog Brothers are still going. They make videos to each other every week. Like Hank posts one, then John posts one, and then Hank- and oh. it goes back and forth. And it's been for like however many years. And
1: it was so VidCon was then so purchased Vidcom- by Viacom, which is yes. now Paramount. Yes, that's crazy. Yes, so
2: they started it. So, so they're
1: billionaires.
2: So I'm sure. But the reason I wanted to go is because I wanted to see them. But it's just crazy that it started out as like YouTube creators, and now it's just like all TikTok. Yeah, which is just like great and it hasn't happened since before the pandemic. Is there a spider on your mic? Is there? No, that's my hair. That's been that's my hair that's been falling.
1: No, in no, no. Box. Oh, it's like a little piece of dust. Oh,
2: it's from my sweater vest. Oh, okay. That is incredibly itchy and sheds as well. Um, all the best things. Yes, yet. all the best. So true. Um, anyway, went to see John and Hank Green. Um long story short, I went to, I had like a creator pass, which gets you into more of the VIP experiences. And so I went to the convention center and was wandering around aimlessly asking people like, where's this Spotify event? Where's blah, blah, blah. They could not tell me. I'm wandering around in the heat in my Lady Efron sweater vest, knitted sweater vest for an hour. I'm about to Drop dead. I hadn't eaten anything, hadn't drank anything. Finally, I found out I'm in the complete wrong location. I'm supposed to be at the Hyatt, which is a mile away. So I ask, where's the shuttle to the Hyatt? Someone tells me over here. I walk half a mile that way. Shuttle's actually on the complete other opposite end. So a walk- mile now. Yeah, so I'm walking. I am about to d- drop to the ground and never stand up again in my sweater vest. Yeah. Um. Then I eventually just Uber to the Hyatt, which I should have done in the first place. I walk in. I'm truly like on my last leg, like needing medical attention immediately, if not sooner. See Hank. Yeah. Immediately. I get, well, I was already incredibly dehydrated and ill, but when I see people that I am obsessed with, it's like, I could not say hi if my life depended on it. I have to run the other way. So I sprint the other way after I see Hank and I'm in line to get like a burger or something. John's in front of me. I sprint to the other end the of the room. Bang bang. Yes. Yeah. Because I couldn't possibly fathom saying hi. I don't want to say hi because it's like, what could I say that they haven't heard before? You know? I want to be special to them. And I can't be because it's like, what you haven't who, they heard? You know who would have definitely been able to walk
1: you through that you? situation? Ethical clout, chase, Dr. Doctor, e. I know.
2: Because it's like I would not have gone up to Matthew Greg Hubler if you weren't already speaking to him.
1: Yeah, and we could have tailored, we could have reeled that situation in a bit more, but like I could have walked you through that. You could have called me and said, what should I say? I can't think of anything right now, but I would have,
2: You would have. I would have written, so
1: I would have, yeah. yeah, So what
2: would you have said if you were behind? Which
1: one do you want to talk to?
2: Well, let's just say I'm behind John in the line to get a burger. I've already ran away from Hank completely. I'm still about to pass out. Ready? Keep in mind.
1: John, uh, I know you know a thing or two about medical emergencies because you did write The Fault on Our Stars. I am about to be in Ansel Elgort's position if my blood blood sugar gets any lower. I need to cut you. I need to cut you in line to get this burger. I'm sure you understand because you're the author of.
2: No, that's like really bad.
1: It would have. And then you could have said, just kidding. Big fan.
2: That's like I would be blacklisted from VidCon if that came out of my mouth.
1: Are you really wanting to go back?
2: No, I'm not wanting to go back. But that would have ensured that I would have no entry for the rest of my life. Should I need to go back for it? Right. Him. Yeah. Well, Thank you, you though for you your to, advice.
1: I'll do one. I'll do one for Hank.
2: Okay. I never saw Hank again though. But I was around John the entirety of the rest of VidCon and never said a word. What would you have said to Hank?
1: Oh my God, Hank! Loving science recently. <laughs> All the new science that's been coming out.
2: Awesome. can't say enough good, good things. Stuff. Good
0: stuff. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus.
2: I'm in a period of emotional people.
0: have all the, owl, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going?
2: I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia.
0: Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox.
2: Life can hurt, but life
0: is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Teramo plus. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your
2: happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price, line You know Hank is where I got that tapeworm story from. I should have brought that up.
1: I said I thought we agreed, like no more tapeworms. Sorry. By the way, that girl that wrote in about her tapeworm and human parasitology class. I hope, like I would never ever give up a. St- blacklisted honestly blacklisted. like
2: no no further entries.
1: no more that was crazy in the email that was so detailed about all of the different sort mm-hmm. of parasites that could live in the human body i was well, like i, I would read like, that one but i, I would like, like, like to i'm need... genuinely
2: interested in parasites
1: it made me get health
2: insurance did you get health insurance no i was gonna say that's another part of my week besides vidcon i've had just like these little annoying horrible tasks that i've been putting off for so long, getting health insurance, taking my car in that's about to explode. Going to the bank, I would rather, these small tasks cause me so much stress, I would rather like a psychopath come up to me and say, "You, I'm going to kill you and your family unless you perform these life or death tasks over the course of a week when I hold you captive. I would rather have that happen than go to the bank. That would stress me out less than going to the bank.
1: Yeah. Agree
2: or disagree?
1: I agree cuz like I I my house will be in total shambles and then I'll be like, "Oh, like everyone can come over here before we go to dinner." And then in 30 minutes I'll get it all done even though it's been 2 weeks, you know, that kind of thing.
2: No, I don't understand how that was
1: connected. Like I'm the guy holding my holding myself captive because I invited every everybody over and they can't see my house in... Like that's a small task, cleaning your house. Technically, right. like cleaning, right. doing your dishes, all right. like putting them out, right. taking them out of the dishwasher, right? Instead of just taking the clean dishes out and using them, and then cleaning them, putting them back in the dishwasher, like actually putting everything away because you're having people over.
2: Yeah, I just am saying I would, I don't want to go to the bank. I would rather get kidnapped than go to the bank. That task seems more appealing. I guess is what I'm trying to. It seems less stressful to me because the little things just are the most stressful and anxiety inducing. I can't do. I that. just started sweating so
1: bad. Okay,
2: do you need a break?
1: No, I'm okay.
2: Um, what else did I do this week? I did end up going to the bank, and I do have to go back tomorrow morning at nine a.m. P- did you get... PST. Yeah. Um, I saw two movies this week, and that's what I'm excited to talk to you about today. Didn't talk to me. I saw Elvis first. Um. <laughs> what? I can't. I went. Did you go golfing? Golfing, oh yeah, but that wasn't my birthday that I went golfing for. That was our friend TK's birthday that I went golfing for. Oh right, that was Top Golf. I've never been Top Golfing. Have you? Hmm. Oh, I haven't.
1: I don't like. I don't top think golf. I like
2: it at all. No, I don't like it. I mean, it was really fun. That was the first
1: place I ever used a fake ID. You
2: need a fake ID to Top Golf
1: when you're 17 and you're buying a pitcher oh, of okay. beer. Yeah, drinking and
2: golfing. I, I'm. Yeah. I would like to know how many Top Golf related deaths there are each year, because well, there's a line those, that's like you can't cross this line, but
1: that's why they every, put those nets up.
2: No, not even that. Just from people like so many people drinking and then and people swinging a golf club as in addition.
1: Hot take: Top Golf is the most overrated thing on the entire planet.
2: I never even heard of it. It's, I had fun though.
1: If it was, I don't get it. I don't, get, go, it. Go I don't a, get how to play. Go to a public driving range. It's it's literally, it's so expensive. Bec- and I don't, I can't, bec- I don't,
2: mm-hmm. you don't, I don't like- know. I can't think
1: of why I hate it so much, but I hate it so much. That's complete. Go to a, like I'd rather go to like a crappy little golf course, pay for a bucket of balls, get a pitcher, of beer there, and it'll be $15 total versus this thing where you have to, I don't know. Yeah, I don't,
2: I don't, know, get, I don't get how to like play to still. Golf. I don't get how to play still, but I did it fun. Um, um, And golfing runs in my blood. So Does it? Yeah, and I did join the golf team senior year of high school, but Just then let me know if my belly button popped. Okay, right I was told that it would be best if I stepped down from the golf team if I wasn't going to take it seriously because there were other people that did want to take it seriously. Um, but I did see two movies this week. Yeah, Elvis was first. Oh yeah, I'll say I'll start with the good.
1: Everyone agrees with you, by the way. I know mm. your I know your take, and I everyone I've talked to agrees. I'll with
2: start you. with the good. Austin Butler was great. So talented, I think this is the start of a really incredible career for him. Congratulations, Austin. Congratulations. Congratulations, Austin. I really can't say enough good things about your performance. Um, Way too long. Two hours and 59 minutes too long. Combined with the trailers and the movie, I was in there for four hours. And I would say at about an hour and a half into the movie, I completely disassociated and checked out and just out of body did not catch the last hour and a half of the film. And I just felt like the thing with the Batman is like, there's action happening. And so it's like, okay, I can justify sitting in my seat because that's keeping me kind of on my toes. Elvis was pretty, it was pretty slow. Like it wasn't very plot heavy. It was very much just like a slow burn of his life. Is it like a documentary? No. Well, oh, here's the thing that I, I didn't love about Elvis. It's, the narrative is structured around Tom Hanks' character, who's his manager, who basically took advantage of him his whole life and career. And just like took half of his money and just completely worked into the bone until he died.
1: What's cool about so, this is there's not gonna be any uh uh um
2: what the hell is going on with my brain today? No worries, take it slow.
1: Uh there's not gonna be any spoiler alerts because it's a true story. Right. I, so
2: Right. But the narrative is structured around Tom Hanks' character. And he's like he sucked, and no one wanted to even look at him. So it's like, don't tell me the story. I don't want you in it. So that kind of sucked. That it. Oh, was, that's a bummer. Yeah, that was structured around him because I just wanted.
1: Does Elvis die Elvis. at the end?
2: Um, yeah. I mean, it's like more so like spoiler wor- alert: words on the screen like he died. Oh, you know, yeah. at the end. Um, but yeah, I mean. What if it Austin was,
1: Butler was so in character that he actually gave his life?
2: He went to the hospital after filming Elvis because out of exhaustion. Like the second Elvis wrapped up filming. Because he's so method. And I will say, like, he is one of those people... Oh, my belly button was out. You need to keep oh, an sorry, eye. Sorry, I'm not looking. You I'm not... My, my eyes are not today. directly on your belly button. Yeah, he lost touch of who he actually is. as I ended up in the hospital after filming wrapped. That is... That making sense in terms of just how he's completely taken on the persona of Elvis.
1: You Um, are not Heath Ledger. Wait. Who? Who was? uh, Who was the Joker? Heath Ledger? Yeah.
2: Or Joaquin? No, no.
1: Heath Ledger, like, couldn't get out of the Joker. Uh Uh-huh. Because, but the Joker's a psychopath. Right. You're a blues singer.
2: Well, you should see the movie. There's a lot going on there that you don't really know about. Heath Ledger. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's just freaking trap. That makes me Heath Ledger makes me so sad. That's that's a genuine tragedy. Yeah. Awesome. That was um, the
2: story of Elvis though. At the end of the day, well, it wasn't like objectively. There's a difference between something objectively being a good movie and not really enjoying watching it. It was objectively a good movie, but I, it was way too long. So
1: they could have cut it in half. They could have, have cut it, like it in half. Good.
2: And the other thing is, like, I, te- I love, like, music, biopics. Like, Bohemian Rhapsody, one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Loved Rocket Man. This, Rocket like, Man was there was so not good. one, like, full performance of any of Elvis's songs. They were all, like, cut short and not really, like, it didn't focus on the music, which I kind of, I, I, like, He's I wanted to hear more of the songs at the end of the day. Yeah. You know? But, um... The, how was, moral how was, of the story too too long and i would not see it there again. there was a
1: lot of music in it though like the soundtrack wasn't it like really
2: yeah but like everything was like you know that song the dojo was like ah Vegas. It. love that one it was in it for 0. 0.5 seconds huh. whereas i would have listened to just that on repeat for three hours and felt better than what i did yeah anyway
1: the main event i
2: you i guess you should go see it but like be, bring bring your knitting um,
1: I won't go see it. I, I
2: also it. saw Marcel the Shell. And I saw Marcel the Shell last night. Go ahead. You guys, turn off this podcast and go see Marcel the Shell don't waste, right now. Don't ge- waste any time with don't, it. Don't waste any more time. The best movie ever created. I would see I that 18,000 more times. I don't know why people are talking about Elvis and not talking about Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Excuse me. She, he is wearing shoes. Um, I mean, wh- I don't. Jenny Slate. Jenny is a genius. It, genius, and so is Dean. Dean was really director. good. Um, I M-
1: Marcel the Shell with Shoes on needs oh, every ev- award. every every praise that mar-, mar any Marvel movies. Marcel the Shell had elements of a multiverse. Is
2: that Nathan Fielder?
1: Yes, he. What w- did he
2: do in Marcel? He was
1: he was the voice of uh, his brother Jason at the end. When he was climbing up the wall and he was like, no, I want to be doing this right now. How did
2: I miss that? that I, I even I'm i feeling it. sick to my stomach that I missed that.
1: I even got it. Um, there's no real spoiler. We're not going to give any spoilers I l- can't, for I'm this. I'm sorry.
2: But- I can't believe Nathan Fielder's in tell with shoes on.
1: I even I picked up I was like, is that Nathan Fielder?
2: This is adding a whole nother layer to the film for me. Wow. Sorry. Tell me your notes.
1: Um, Like... You you know how I talked about Where the Wild Things Are? Yeah. I was just like so fond of wh- Where the Wild Things Are mm-hmm. as like just a a good feel-good movie. There was nothing wrong with this movie. Nothing wrong. I do have some major plot holes. So
2: besides just it being about a talking show? Yeah,
1: skip skip 30 seconds if you don't want to It doesn't really matter, like it's not going to change because the substance of the movie is just the writing, which was just it unbelievable. absolutely unbelievable unreal like i can't say enough good things here's one issue i have skip 30 seconds if you want to not hear this
2: and by skip 30 seconds he's gonna go on for like 15 minutes okay if so skip 15 minutes probably
1: no no, okay. no 30 seconds i can get this all in little wing
0: is now streaming on paramount plus
2: i'm in a period of emotional people
0: that's all the oh, i don't care crap
1: This man, Dean, mm-hmm. he's she split up with his girlfriend. Yeah, and he gets a four bedroom minimum <laughs> Airbnb in Los Angeles, and he's a an amateur filmmaker.
2: That wasn't four bedroom.
1: That was a gigantic property. Have you ever? You see how expensive Airbnbs are in LA.
2: Yeah,
1: that's an insane thing. So I just want to know maybe okay. a little backstory on Dean, the director, on what his parents what what venture capitalist from his parents own for him to be an amateur film director renting a bachelor pad Airbnb for months mm-hmm, to film mm-hmm. this documentary I
2: confirmed there were four bedrooms
1: it's huge like that minimum it's two stories right
2: I mean I it was integral the space was integral to the plot so they had no choice
1: I mean the rest is just annoying things I'm really it took seven years to make this movie by the way yeah
2: I can't believe they did it in just seven years. A masterpiece like that, I can't believe they got it in less than a hundred. This 100.
1: is so... Nicole Kidman, when
2: she made that intro at
1: AMC Theaters, this is the movie she was talking about. Yes. And you know what? The magic that we go to the movies for, it was this movie is what she was talking about. That 100. was... I've I,
2: never agreed with you more on anything I'm in my not, entire life. I'm not
1: being dramatic. No, you're not. I was with two of my guy friends, and we were both... We were all giggling like schoolgirls and sobbing
2: as sobbing well sobbing as mm-hmm. well
1: it is so deep and i want if anybody sees the movie and can break down some some pieces for me i have so many questions about like things that definitely have deeper meaning
2: i i could maybe answer them but i can i would like to speak a little bit to the depth of animated or claymation or whatever i think it's much easier to connect with an inanimate object than it is an actor
1: i always said that.
2: Yeah, because you're not taking on the experience of an actual actor that you might not be able to relate to. You can project anything and any feelings that you might have onto an inanimate object or a cartoon or whatever, and that's exactly what I felt like I could do with Marcel. Did you like, no- you can see yourself in Marcel more than you could an actor.
1: Did you notice there are a lot of inanimate objects that are personified in this movie? Did yeah. Did you notice the tampon the Yeah, <laughs> I did
2: love the tampon. The
1: I am a little confused. And that was my biggest plot hole. Is like, I do understand the shells.
2: Mm-hmm. I think he's but technically I'm, I, a mollusk.
1: Okay, but he had a googly eye, right? And had shoes, right? And then he had Nani, who also was googly eyes. Well, but uh, then there's a spool of thread, mm-hmm. and there's three tarantulas during the movie yeah. that play no role. But are at the end are just fully involved with them. And I'm like, why didn't you talk to them the whole time?
2: Right. And I think in the same way you need to suspend your disbelief about Dean getting a four-bedroom Airbnb, you had to suspend your disbelief about there being other animated life forms in this film. Let
1: myself enjoy this. Yeah, let that's yourself enjoy it. I know it. that there's some major plot holes, but I'm in, I, this is a movie where you can just listen to the writing, listen to yeah. the writing. I guess that's it. Listen to the writing. It is so well done.
2: It, I just like... I wish I could say more specifically why it was so good, but just everything I single, have all. I have all. Every my single clothes. thing was just so. Oh wow, that is what a special breathtaking image. image. See, wow. you see the. And it's stop motion. Can you explain like what they do? Is they set up that scene, take a picture, and then do that a thousand times, and then put it all together. A Thousand or a Seven billion years, bro. billions. That's just. I I mean, if this doesn't win an Oscar. That I'm going to make this I'm going to make this a Marcel the Shell sweater. It Did you get word. your Marcel the sticker shell sticker yeah, that oh, I gave oh, you? Oh shoot, yeah. I got Should this Marcel work the work Shell up. sticker at the movie theater. Brooke
1: is one of the probably three people on the planet that bought merch at the AMC movie theater. I didn't
2: buy it. They gave it to me. Oh, they said, cool. "Do I want Do you want this?" and I said, "Do you have 10?"
1: I'm noticing there's two stickers missing on yes. this sheet. Yes. Where are they?
2: I gave one to Ashley. Oh. And I have one on my computer. Okay. And I'm going to put the other one on my phone. I need, Which one do you want? I want this. Okay, little, take I don't that really one. have
1: anything. That I can yeah. put this huge one. Okay. On. Well, thank you. Yeah, Neither you're I welcome. Um, I got you
2: another present too, though.
1: Oh, this is. Oh,
2: that's the banana bread, and I don't know if it's stale yet. F and go. Could you open that now, though? Because sharing is caring.
1: Yeah, I want to get a good flavor.
2: That's the peanut butter oh, cup fuck one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one is so
1: good. Um, this is Allie's banana bread, by the way. Cannot. I'm not even like a banana. I'm not even a banana, brand stand, banana no. bread stand. Banana bread stand. <laughs> I like, The two things on, I'm devoting of
2: my life to are Allie's banana bread and Marcel the show But anyway Can't stress this enough If you haven't already closed this podcast And bought tickets to see Marcel the show That's what you need to do right now
1: Oh it's cold yeah. Is it? It was in the fridge uh, I like cold stuff Okay good
2: I'm so glad I want to tell you Connor While you're opening that About Kelly Ripa's What I eat in a day While we're eating the banana bread. Because this is something that doesn't look too good. Did I squish it? I think I might have sat on it.
1: It looks like human poop.
2: I know. I think I might have sat
1: on it. But that's okay. I'm still going to eat it.
2: It's it's still going to be good. Okay. So I saw on TikTok that people were up in arms about Kelly Ripa's What I Eat in a Day. And typically, I am not somebody who gets up in arms about those kinds of things. But I decided to look into it myself. It had, I think, been deleted from a few platforms because people were so upset about it um, but I was able to find it via google.com and it was on Harper's Bazaar and let me walk you through what she eats in a day while we eat this banana <laughs> bread. Is it so good?
1: Guys I'm gonna walk you through
2: the taste of this. Okay. It's, just, it's insane. It's so moist. It's soaking wet. <laughs> yeah, I think this is just the regular one not the peanut butter one. It's peanut butter. Oh. Um. So
1: this banana bread is moist. It's got all of the elements of a standard banana bread, but it's got peanut butter cups in it.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah, get in there. Where's the peanut butter cup?
1: Oh, they're kind of just like in in there.
2: I don't think this is a peanut butter cup It one. says PB cup.
1: Allie would never mess up okay. her label. I
2: know. That is insane. Oh, my God. Thank you, Allie.
1: Allie, you're doing God's
2: work. Okay, I'm going to open this on my phone just be- for viewing purposes. In terms of eyesight, etc. Okay. Kelly Rippa wakes up in the, every single morning. And to preface this, she has the same thing every single day. There's no variation because she likes to stick to a routine. Wake up. Glass of water with a powder of some green shit that has microgreens in it. I did that today. Okay. Then she has a cup of coffee. Obviously, she puts G in it. She puts what in it? G. Not sure exactly what that is, but it's mm. like a gooey substance. Or powder, either one. Then she takes about 800 supplements. Then she goes on air for however many hours to do live with Kelly. Okay? Not one ounce of solid food in her body before she goes on air. Then, after she comes off of the TV, she has lunch, which is exactly two tablespoons of almond butter measured out and a teaspoon of cinnamon and with an apple in it. Okay? Then she has her, like, snacky lunch, which is a salad of microgreens. And the thing about Kelly is that she's not afraid to switch it up with the kinds of nuts that she puts on the salad. That's great. So maybe, yes, maybe one day it'll be cashews, but maybe the next day it'll be pine nuts. Yeah. So that's the awesome thing about Kelly is that she's not afraid to switch it up there. She's crazy. Then she works out seven days a week. So then she'll do her workout. Okay? So then it's dinner time. Okay? And that's going to be some vegetables and she likes to go for whatever's in season. Yeah. With some tofu. And then the thing about Kelly also Connor is that she's a human being. And so she will indulge in a chocolate covered almond or cashew, okay? Cause she's human. And the other thing about being human is she's not a monster. She's gonna have a slice of cake on her birthday. Okay? And she literally said, I'm not a monster. I'm a human being. And that was it. That was the what I eat in a day. For Kelly Ripa. Every single day, it's the same thing. Except, of course, on her birthday, in which she will indulge in a piece of You know
1: what's crazy? Or
2: it depends on the chocolate-covered almond intake.
1: I could find everything that she just described, like, for her day, like, probably under the seat in my car. Her probably whole meal that she eats, every meal she eats, it probably has fallen out of, like, in the past week, just, like, and it's under my car. you would be like, oh, shit, we have to bring Kelly for her breakfast. And I could probably just, like, scoop some stuff out and give it to her. That is
2: barely one meal. Like, all of that...
1: Meanwhile, barely the
2: toppings for her daily microgreen salad. I know, and they just posted that, and we're like, "Here's what you should eat in a day if you want to be Kelly Ripa." That is sick. Um, for me at least, like, because I know if I were twelve or however old I was when I was super impressionable, especially with food, and I listened to that, I would be like, "Oh, this is what I'll do if I want to look like Kelly Ripa," and I would be passed out within an hour.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I think that that's absurd. I do want to say, like, what is she supposed to do? Lie about what she eats in a day?
2: Uh, yeah. Or they just shouldn't have interviewed her, because like I guess do that if like that's what works for you, fine, whatever. But that's like not something that you should be advertising as something that is healthy.
1: Yeah, I think they probably need like I mean like
2: that should come with a disclaimer.
1: If she's if she's like happy, don't do this. I don't I don't really know though like everything that goes into an eating disorder, but it kind of sounds.
2: I think that's disordered eating. I mean, I'm not yeah. an expert, but. I know if I ate that every day, that would be disordered. She looks. I know. That's what's sad. I know. Like,
1: she needs. That's
2: like, I think, and they.
1: I mean, everybody's body's different. Maybe she's. Maybe that's. She figured out her thing. I don't know.
2: I mean, I don't. I'm not a nutritionist, but I don't think that can be good for you. Right. I mean, like. That does seem like starving yourself.
1: Yeah. Like, I had.
2: There's no I like, had my
1: microgreens this morning, like I said, in my smoothie, but I also had half of a cheeseburger that I ate right. last night. So, I mean, we're kind of the same. I'm not a monster. I'll have my cheeseburger in the, at, at 7.42 a.m.
2: Right. Because, like, cutting out carbs, I guess, is one thing that you shouldn't do, I don't think. I don't know anything. I'm talking out of my ass. Well, like, she's not even eating any, like, grains or anything. You know? She's just foraging. I don't know. I don't know either.
1: I'm not a nutritionist. I know,
2: I'm getting a little nervous, but I don't think that it just to me, you know what? I can't say what's right and wrong, but I can say what feels right and wrong to me and that does not feel right
1: to me. I would be dead within an hour. I if I'd, I'd be tried to because be
2: dead. I know I'd be dead. I would literally be having a VidCon experience.
1: I would say, John Green, get the fuck out of my way. I need to be in front of you in yeah. the burger line. Yeah. If I was if I tried to eat her meal for the day. Yeah um anyway this well is wishing her the that best uh, just, she, we should yeah. probably send her some Allie's banana bread yeah, i Allie, bet she would love don't it mind. maybe we'll send it for her birthday yes because
2: she's not a monster at the end of the day she'll have a nibble yeah and if Allie you wouldn't mind putting one singular chocolate covered almond into the banana bread i know kelly could really appreciate that she's
1: just, she's a human at the end of the day at the end
2: of the day she's not a monster
1: um and i also want to say like i went so obviously i have to just move past this but um, My phone broke over the weekend mm-hmm. Um, On Friday Morning And I went on a run Friday morning In New York City which is awesome I ran the West Side Highway which is not awesome Because everyone there Gives me the same vibes as when I go to Like Trader Joe's on a Sunday Everyone's- Did
2: you get the green phone? What? Oh sorry never mind I th- No it's the same phone I had
1: but Basically it broke I took a gosh darn I took a picture of myself on my run because I was feeling great I'm in New York I bought groceries and I had a bouquet of flowers hanging out of them and it's pretty much all time that's a pretty much all time image is to be head to toe in athleisure having exercised and walking through New York City with a grocery bag and a bouquet of flowers it's really just epitome of I have my life together who
2: are the flowers for just to
1: have in the apartment that I was staying in. You, you know, love flowers. It's kind of nice to just put them up yeah. and it kind of feels good and alive. Um, I didn't take the leaves off so they died that same day. But so the that counts. It was like a couple hours of good mm-hmm. stuff in there. But I took a picture of myself and I put it up and I said, like I was, or I was getting ready to put it up and I was like, best day of my life on my story. And then I get, my Instagram attacked. So I didn't have Instagram for basically the whole weekend. Luckily I had it for the best day of my life Thursday. But I also didn't have it to get any news because my phone broke on everything that was happening Friday morning. Um, So I'm so glad I didn't post the story and then get hacked on Instagram that said best day of my life because it certainly was not the best day of our Uh, lives here because obviously Roe versus Wade, which we obviously, I I didn't get a chance to talk about this anywhere else. I was waiting for the podcast, but don't really even need to have a conversation about it. You and I are on the same page
0: I think abortion I just like is
1: healthcare. Healthcare is a, a right, and you can't turn over rights. That's no, that's no. as far as the conversation needs to go. Yeah,
2: I I think I just like I, I don't know if I've fully processed yet. Because once you yeah. process this and acknowledge it, it's like, wow, what else is gonna happen? Like what other laws are gonna be overturned? It's like pre- well, how fucking backwards are we going? It's a,
1: it's a, once you start doing this and overturning things that have you know right. What's coming next? It's a slippery slope. Yeah, and things are already coming next, and it's really scary. Yeah, no matter what terrifying. your views are, you, if you start overturning right it's a slippery slope and you should be pretty like honestly nervous mm-hmm.
2: i wish i could to, show everyone my underwear right now that says choice bedazzled on the butt
1: give me i'll put let me wear those next week
2: okay or where did where'd you get them they're get a from parade
1: parade we love i love parade. yeah i could probably show. i walked past their store in like soho off. a couple times this week
2: do you see it <laughs>
1: It just says "ho" because that's the only two letters. <laughs> no, coming out. it says
2: "choice" and "rhinestones."
1: I know. I can only see the oh, rhinestones. It's okay. you pulled up. You pulled. You gave yourself away. <laughs> I just know. Said Ho.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, either way, yeah. So that really sucks. Um, and yes, it was, it was that also, sucks. It
2: sucks. It sucks.
1: Um, don't, and it's I,
2: scary and. I'm. we hope to be a safe space as always for all of you and i'm giving you all just the biggest virtual hug yeah through the screen kissing all of your brains and i'm so sorry that this happened it was and it blows trunks
1: it was also really insane being in new york city for this yeah. because it's like the you know it's so accessible to go outside and see things happening live versus like even la you don't see that like mm-hmm. people getting news and immediately going outside so immediately you know people are marching oh, whatever God, so we yeah. went out and walked with people for a little bit and then but it's so weird cuz it was also Pride, it was New York Pride weekend. And so we and it was exact opposite of Friday on Sunday. Mm. Everyone's the whole it was electric. I've never felt anything like that. Everyone's happy and just like overjoyed and celebrating right. like in and one. It was really cool. But that was just stark difference. I also want to say like America in general like I was thinking about this the other day. We're so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Um for so many reasons. Obviously laws are one thing, but are we the only country that drives on the right side of the road? No. Who else?
2: Canada. I guess, and, well, that's all of, that's so North, like North America, America as well. No, I don't think so. Because, like, that's, that's. I'm trying to think. You know of when everybody's
1: countries- do? you know when you get in trouble for doing it and you're like, oh, take a step back. Am I wrong?
2: No, when I was in Croatia, they were driving on the right side of the road. Yeah. There's other, I think it's. Maybe oh, okay. like a pretty even split. Okay,
1: well, metric system. Metric there. system. Metric system. That's all I'll say. Hell yeah, I don't know it. System. I don't know. I'm not proud. I don't know it. I'm too tired right now. Yeah. But I will learn it eventually. Um. And here's our here's one of our biggest. Bidets. A lot of countries have adopted bidets. America, barbaric state of- uh, I'm so pro-bidet. Are you? I'm over the moon bidet. By the way, we have friends at- uh, Tushy. Tushy. And they have a bidet you can install yourself at home. And it's so easy and I love it. And I have mine.
2: I remember one time back, I don't think I had met you yet. I received a bidet at my house and I didn't know where it came from. And apparently you had spoken to this brand on my behalf. Yeah. And I was like, what did you say to this brand Because they had included in a note, like Connor says, like, you really need this bidet as well as as well as the wet wipes they sent and like merch that's like, I I, love my but just like so much butthole merch. Yeah. And I was like, what can you let me know what you said to this brand about my butt and you wouldn't tell me what you said. Um Could you tell me now?
1: No, I don't remember, but I it, it was like along the lines of like brook shitter pants or something. Oh awesome. So sorry. Awesome.
2: No, no worries. But
1: I think it's pretty barbaric of us to be putting our hands into our <laughs> butts like after we poop. Like that's weird, right?
2: No, I totally agree. I would think I wish there like, was a portable. I wish there were portable bidets you could put in your pocket. Like someone
1: to hose I mm-hmm. would prefer someone hosing me down. Like <laughs> just get in there and then I'll I'll dry off.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. There's this really, really good bit that Conan did. Have you ever seen Conan and Jordan Schlansky? Mm-mm. Jordan Schlansky is one of the producers on Conan, and all the bits that he does with Conan are truly just the funniest things I've ever seen in the world. And there's one about a bidet that I'm going to send you. We'll and I it, yeah. I implore everyone else to watch it because it is just the funniest thing. And he's very pro bidet. And I'll send that to well, you. We're
1: all pretty but bo- bo- yeah, Yeah. 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 Um, Anyways, okay, so my phone breaks. Yes, your phone breaks. It was a miraculous turn of events because I my phone breaks, but it was slow to break. It was like things started slowing down and then like it wouldn't turn on randomly and then I get my Instagram got hacked separately because I couldn't get into it, but I was logged into our podcast page, I was logged into my merch page, but mine was saying you do not have access to this account like it's already logged in. Mm-hmm. And then I started looking, it was logged in and like kansas and like random place, and i was like oh so someone's on my account whatever so i go to the apple store um if you're familiar with new york i went to the brookfield place one which is by the 9 11 memorial alone my phone has now stopped working i get to the apple store they say what's wrong i go i don't really know um why don't you have a sim card am i not at the apple genius bar Why are you asking me questions? You have a Ph.D. in Appleology. Like why? I don't know why I'm here. Fix, please fix my phone, guys. I had to buy a twelve hundred dollar iPhone, and my current my phone that I had was still vibrating every single time my new phone vibrates. So it's getting all the texts and stuff and calls.
2: Did you ever get a diagnosis?
1: They were like, "You got water in it." I'm like, "You guys, Apple." Is the biggest... Apple invented gaslighting.
2: Yeah, good point. You should really get... You got water in it.
1: No, I didn't, sir.
2: Also, isn't it waterproof or resistant? Yeah. 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 Huge difference between waterproof and resistant, by the way. I mean,
1: like, I I really can't talk. I kind of shoot myself in the foot because I'm so so pro taking my phone in the shower. But, like, I yeah okay I got water in it shut up give me like can you fix it please so I can go I don't want to be here no one wants to be here and they were really nice but it was almost making it worse that they were nice Right. gaslight right gaslight girl boss like at least like because I couldn't hate them you know I was like Mark you're really nice but just like get the fuck away from me and give me my phone I want to go home to buy a new phone yeah it sucked really could you trade
2: in the broken one or not at all
1: no they just like Let me walk out with it But I was kind of like Okay I, I'm flying out of New York I, I have to have a phone Cause I'm so I need my phone so much Not cause of social media Or anything Like I was locked out of my Instagram for four days Uh It was really nice No Transparency It was really fucking hard I felt like I was having withdrawals And like mm-hmm. checking It was horrible mm-hmm. Um I didn't get to see me On Dumois Live Which I is really yeah. tragic It's like missing the birth Of a child For me And then uh Anyway, so I had to get this new phone. I still have my old phone. I'm going to see if I can take it to like one of those kiosks that has no liability involved. But um,
2: what would you do with two phones then?
1: I would sell the other one. But I need to get my contacts off the other one. So because I didn't have a SIM card, which I can't answer that question, they couldn't transfer my contacts over.
2: I didn't even think these had SIM cards nowadays. They
1: popped out my little thing. Didn't we evolve
2: past a SIM card with iCloud?
1: They put it. Well, I don't. I don't update my iCloud because I just need it to leave me alone. Same.
2: And I do need a new phone and I'm going to be screwed. I'm going to be manually transferring one thing at a time.
1: Apple? No, because if you have your phone and it's working, you can just put it next to the other one and it'll sync.
2: Through osmosis?
1: I'm not an Apple genius. Right. Um, you know at the Apple store now they have like full on activities for children and they have a huge screen and a speaker that comes out and, and it was really freaky because a lot of the tourists in New York City like brought their kids to the Apple store as like one of their things that they were doing during the day.
2: Like Burger King McDonald's vibes? Like the Jungle gyms?
1: Like someone comes out and is like, hey kids, today we're going to be talking about Apple's new uh-huh. notes uh-huh. More feature. More like Barnes and Noble. And it's like you're obviously selling a product, but they were tailoring it to children that were like six. And it was feeling very Black Mirror-esque. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, so I get my new phone. By the way, none of my friends offered to come with me, so I have no phone in New York City. And they, I go, so I go to the Brookfield Place. They send me to the Soho location, which is right by where I was staying. So that was really cool of them. And uh, I get there, and they're like, we need an hour to process your new phone. And I was like, okay, what do I do? And they're like, whatever you want to do. I don't know. Go like watch the interactive Mickey Mouse Clubhouse thing over there. So I walk out to get food. Um, and I got like this big disgusting bowl of mac and cheese. And that's when I had the most people walk up and say, Hey, we love your podcast. I'm sitting, staring at the ground, eating a bowl of mac and cheese. Sweet. Yeah. But thank you to everyone that said that. But anyways,
2: I knew your phone was gone by the way, because when I don't hear from you in like six minutes or you're not posting, I get scared that something horrible happened to you.
1: I only didn't have access to texting, but I could tell. I only didn't have access to texting for about ten hours. Too long. I know it was really horrible. Um. Anyways, so I I fly out Monday night, and my flight was at eight p.m. out of Jersey again, and uh, like after we did we did Pride Parade on Sunday, which was so much fun, mm-hmm. and then uh, I fly out Monday. My flight's at eight. Uh. It got delayed two hours naturally. I haven't had a flight that was left on time in two years now, and I'm gonna have to really breathe through this. So, take your time. Okay,
2: I'll be here. You guys,
1: you guys, everyone's everyone's gonna have like this is gonna I think this is gonna frustrate a lot of people. So, because I was flying back late and I had a podcast yesterday morning that started at seven thirty in the morning, and I was doing essentially a red eye eight p.m. But you're supposed to get in at eleven. 11 p.m. into L.A. because you gain three hours on a six-hour flight. So I leave at 8 p.m. You're supposed to, we're supposed to leave at 8.30 p.m. Depart. It's six hours and 16 minutes to get from New York to L.A. But then you get three hours back. So I should land at 11. Sure. Which is fine because then I Uber home, I'm home by midnight and then I go to bed, I wake up and I can do the whole thing. It gets delayed two hours and change. But when I get on the flight, I'm, I paid for an upgrade so I could sleep the whole time So when I landed it's kind of like I was already asleep mm-hmm. And I, I could get my eight hours So I g- walk back to my seat And I paid for the window So I could lean up against it And put my legs out a little bit So I was like in I paid for the upgrade It was like mm-hmm. $60 So I, I go to my seat And there's a child in it Like a six year old Oh no And I go Check my ticket I don't want, to, and I always get on the flight last because I'm cool checking my bag if I don't have to wait and find a bin. And put right, it up. I just rather get on the plane, yeah, sit down, and then when I don't have to wait for my bag when I get off the plane. So I'm
2: I la- love gate checking, yeah, pro gate checking, pro bidet.
1: Me too. So I walk back to my seat. I, I, I it's everyone's sitting on the plane. By the way, and there's people like New York to L.A. LA flight. There's a couple people that definitely were like. Listen, like podcast listeners or TikTok followers or something. So like I'm last one on, it's completely quiet. It's now like 8:45 p.m. And I go, "Oh, I'm so sorry. That's my seat." I'm like, "Do I tell do I tell the 6-year-old he's in the wrong seat or do I just kind of announce it?" Yes, he knows it?
2: exactly what he's doing. So
1: I go, "Oh, that's my seat." So the guy next to him goes, "Oh, I'm his dad. Do you mind switching so we can sit together?"
2: Unacceptable.
1: Hang on. I go <sighs> You have, sir, you have put me in the worst position I could be in. The dad should sit in in the middle. The dad was in the middle. He put the child in my seat on the window.
2: Then why can't the child go in the aisle?
1: Because the child's seat was six rows back, middle seat, out of the upgraded.
2: Oh my God, I thought that you were all in the same row to begin with.
1: No, so I go... Holy shit, that's horrible. I go, sure, that's fine, where's his seat? I'm thinking, no, no... Sane person would ask me to switch for a worse seat so they could sit next to their child, right? Middle seat, like this. Seat doesn't go back. And it's six rows, like, less leg room. So, like, my legs, when I'm sitting on the plane, I know I don't look very tall. And for the girl that made the TikTok saying I was
2: 5'4". You're so tall to me, and that's what mattered. Yeah.
1: My legs touched the top of the thing. So like, I'm like, I'm like this, you know? The So I did it. I sat back and that was horrible. You deserve
2: a purple heart.
1: That was just, just the most blood boiling experience. I'm just like, wh- you're.
2: I would have told on him to the flight attendant. I mean, I would have I, explained I the situation. It. It's my fault. No, but, but, I'm also, but you didn't know the, the implications. I'm the also coping. like,
1: sir, I can sit next to your kid. Like I'll be, fu- if he needs anything, I'll, I'll come back and get you. I just like can't even talk about it because it it was so upsetting. It was just like I am on. I am on the episode of like Chris Hansen, What would you do? My
2: Chris blood's Hansen? boiling. I don't that's know that's the Hansen brothers. I, I've never heard of Chris Hansen.
1: Sir, you. You've been on. What would you do? Can you explain What's what
2: the amount of sweater vest fuzz that's jo- on no the
1: microphone. <laughs> I I don't know how to say that. John Kino- Oh, Chris Hansen is like Dateline. Ha- John Quinones. Quinones. Uh, is the what would you do that, The guy Have you never seen What would you do No
2: never I've never heard it's, of it
1: It's basically like They send in like um, Like they set up A domestic abuse Fake two actors And see who Who in the restaurant Will step in But
2: Oh I've seen that Yeah
1: and then they'll pull Like if no one step If this person doesn't Step oh, in yeah, They go Why is, didn't you yeah. step in When yeah. you saw that That's my nightmare yeah. scenario Like my career Would be over if, if someone saw me like Not step in Which I hope um, i don't think anybody would judge you for
2: not switching in that situation it was i would applaud you
1: it it was so crazy that is horrible so i took a pill in a visa yeah. and yeah passed out but i was drooling
2: on the guy next to me no shame um i feel like i had something i wanted to tell you and i'm looking in our shared notes yeah app
1: we, we're definitely wrapping up here pretty soon
2: no, but there's something very specific I wanted to to table with you.
1: Uh, in the meantime, I just want to let everyone know oh. that Taco Bell has released released a new contract. Taco Bell has released a new Crunchwrap Supreme with a cheese it massive cheese it inside. Yum! If you want to shit your pants and make it smell like double cheddar smoked,
2: <sighs>
1: crunchy. Well,
2: what I wanted to say is, I have convinced myself. I think everybody that I went to high school with is making fun of me on the internet. And I think they all have a group chat where they send my stuff, my online stuff back and forth. Because I've noticed that there have been people from my high school commenting on like the podcast clips that are on TikTok. And then I also did this like giveaway where I'm giving away one of my sweater vests and people from my high school are like tagging other people from my high school in it. And entering. They're making fun of me, right? Yeah. (laughs) Like the thought that they are sending that back and forth to each other, I feel like I could throw up. And so I want to say if you went to high school with me, not only am I begging you to not watch any of my stuff, so please, if you're watching this, close this immediately. Don't comment on anything, because then (laughs) I'll know. Don't perceive me in any way. The thought of somebody I sat next to in math class sitting and watching. Me be on the internet in the way that I am, uh, whether it be talking to you or knitting, I could throw up. I want to throw up. Truly. Yeah. They're sending me back and forth in their group chats.
1: I kn- I mean, I, I know because I've heard that my people are talking, but I'm like, whatever.
2: And you're not going to win my giveaway. You're not going to win that sweater no matter how bad you guys you, want it. Did you pick a winner yet? I can't say. Closes tonight at midnight.
1: Um. Well, I mean, you just gotta know what's gonna happen.
2: That was fun to do, though, my giveaway. I yeah. will say.
1: Yeah, I I actually heard that there was like a high school group text
2: about my giveaway. No,
1: about about my stuff. Uh huh. Because one of my friends told me because they were put in it and they were like, honestly, like, I don't think that your stuff is funny online. Cause I know you're funnier in person, and oh, so it's like hard to watch. And I was like, okay, well, keep that to yourself. Like, <laughs> that's not something that I need to know. I. was I- like
2: just like sure, like my close friends. These are the thing is like these are people that I was friendly with, but not close yeah. like good friends with, hey. which is the worst.
1: Hey. They're they're fans. At the end of the day. Even if they're even if they're making fun of you, they're fans. Engagement's engagement.
2: Yeah, I guess. How mortifying.
1: Nope. No? No.
2: Mm hmm. Pretty bad.
1: Um oh, I wanted to. Read one quick email. Oh, I also wanted to give oh, and guess who was on my flight back home? Who watched me do the sw- switch, the seat switch? Will Arnett Jamila Jamil. Who was that? I. D-
2: you don't know.
1: I she's, are you- she's yeah. in the good place. This girl. You ha- you know her face. Um, yeah, I do know her face. She doesn't seem like someone who would fly a commercial. But she was, and she was right next to me and her driver picked her up.
2: Also, I did want to talk about The Summer I Turned Pretty. Oh which, yeah, talk about it. Well, it's just, every, I watched it because everybody was obsessed with it and also because those teen romance shows are my bread and butter. Sure. Typically. I think Kissing Booth, right below Marcel the Shell in terms of winning an Oscar award. That's a pretty hot take. Yeah. Well, it's my take and I believe it through and through. I think The Summer I Turned Pretty, obviously, binged it, obviously, cried. I think it was overrated. I think that it was, there's levels of cheesy. Kissing Booth is, this is the the meter of cheesiness is as follows, so cheesy that it's good.
1: I don't even know any of these people that no. are in this show.
2: It's like so, I'm having trouble articulating what I'm thinking, but like, Kissing Booth was so over the top cheesy that it became like good, like ironic, like ironic cheesy and that's why I love it. This was like right below that, where it was like cringe cheesy. I thought especially because Hallmark no, like a little above that because Hallmark is like the level of cheesy that it's like kind of trying not to be cheesy so it's painful but this yeah I guess this was kind of like I don't know but basically I I thought this was like a little bit too cheesy in a non-ironic way the dialogue and the moms were also like there was a, a lot of plot with the moms doing the same things that the teen kids were doing I think the moms added into it and made it cheesier Hmm. than it needed to be. but I so think watch it, was, it or I think, don't watch it? Yeah, watch it. But I do think it was overrated. Um, Soundtrack was great. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's always good. Um,
1: I uh, want to give a shout out to everyone from the UK that sent me uh, Love Island streaming links that were on Reddit. And, and one seemed like it was from a black market site, but I appreciate the effort. I'm not going to click it because I can't go back to the Apple store. But... Um, I also want to give separately a shout out to some of our international listeners that wrote in. We have some. Great, I mean, we have a ton of Australia.
2: I love which is that. Sick. I would love to go to Australia one day.
1: Me too. We have some from New Zealand, which is neighbors with us. Um, some from Alaska, which I know is not international, but it's cool. We have uh, one wrote one person wrote in from Oman, O M A. Wow, which is incredible. That's far. And one person. Who wrote an incredible email, and I can't remember his name, but I, I responded to him on the email. Uh, wrote in from Korea. Wow. Yeah.
2: Those places are all so far.
1: I know, and they're all different.
2: Yes, that's they're very all, cool.
1: They're all so different. He had a hot take for you.
2: Oh, what was it?
1: Um, he basically said that we should stop. Oh. Su- supporting one certain female comedian, M- not because she's a female, but because Amy Schumer. Yes.
2: Well, I- I'm tired of that. Like focus your energy somewhere else.
1: Well, no, she just was like they pulled like 50 times she's stolen jokes from people, which like you know what? It's like part of comedy. That's comedy. It's like comedy. jokes. Did yeah. you pull up? The no, responses? I didn't, cause I'm over it. Oh, it's not. No, he, he had a hot take just for you. Oh, oh, I thought that's what it was. No, the response, like our replies. My phone is
2: so crusty. Are you on here? Like this? Yeah. Like this? Yeah.
1: Josh from Korea, he said. Brooke, I just wanted to ask what, oh, never mind. No, we're not talking about that. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. <laughs> unless wow. you want to. I don't think you want to, like, say
2: her name again because it's. It's about Lily Reinhardt's <laughs> pool videos, which is fine. I don't have a, what's it, patent <laughs> yeah. on all pool videos. Um, I will say I will no longer be able to make pool videos because watching, uh, I just feel like they're, I, like I can't they're a little cringy now to yeah. me yeah, yeah. Um, but I did have fun making them while I did yeah I think at least I can sleep well knowing I didn't do a baby voice in them and that's did I no I didn't
1: Um, I have to be so bad okay so can we wrap up
2: yeah that's completely fine Um, thank you guys so much
1: thanks guys we're actually going this afternoon to go on Brittany Broski and Sarah Shower's Yes. Community guidelines podcast, so watch out for that.
2: I'm not sure when that comes out, but eventually you'll be able to find us there.
1: Um Thanks guys for listening. Email us. Please, if you haven't if you're new and haven't left a review on Spotify, it's pretty easy. You just click click the click the review thing and just click click five stars, and obviously. You know
2: what I would like to ask if you guys wouldn't mind emailing me and Connor specifically, but mostly me at dearbnc at gmail.com what I should put on the other side of this sweater whether it be more so a design like my Harry's house sweater or words or a penis. All right. Well, we love you all so deeply until next thanks week. for
1: listening. Bye guys. <laughs>